Video Game Pulse. Episode 286. Hello, everybody. I am Millennium X17. And I'm Doc Katakita. No Kaz? Nope. She tried really hard to stay up for this, but the wall was there. Yeah, the like wall the, greets all, everybody. Yeah, like for the past like week and a half, she's been like consistently going to bed at like 3.30 our time. She made it to about 5.30, and then it was like, nope, not happening. <laughs> so she tried really hard, but the wall said no. Weak sauce. There was much weak sauce. But we, we can't really speak because apparently we're sleep podcasting now. Okay, we, I can't stop yawning and I'm making you yawn. And yeah, he's making me yawn and I'm just really tired. I anyway. think it's just the heat and humidity. Probably. It always drains me. Yeah, it's, it's very so I, bad. I can't stand the summer. So I, I was going to say, you know, before we started the show, I was saying like, I've been sleeping a lot the past like week. But even when I'm not sleeping, I still feel really, really tired, even though I just slept for like, you know, however long. It's like, yeah. No. Yeah. And speaking of which, it's already August. It is, uh, yeah. So this the very year least, has been flying by. It's been flying by. It's both been flying by, and yet it feels like, you know, it's been like five years. Yeah. At the same time. It is weird. This has been a really weird year so far. Very much so. Very weird year. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any side notes? Not really. There's been just not a whole lot going on lately. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Not even. <laughs> There's just been nothing going on lately. I suppose it's better than everything's on fire. That is true. Even though your computer just scared you earlier. Yeah, that was weird. All of a sudden, my, because uh, I have two, well, I like to say I have two hard drives. I have a solid state and I have a hard drive for my computer. And the uh, the D drive, the bigger one, the one I use for all my Steam games, suddenly The actual just, physical, like, the actual, old like, style physical, house. Like, yeah, it's like, it all of a sudden, just like wasn't listed anywhere anymore and it was the strange thing because like i didn't even notice it until i went to open steam to check something i wanted to check on the price of uh the escapist 2 which is a really awesome game i've been watching uh jack sets guy play i really want that game but it's like i was like okay i wonder how much this game actually costs so i go to boot up steam and it was like oh uh, it's like directory not found and i was like what and then it was like, you know, I went to, I thought it was just something weird going on with the shortcut for whatever reason. So I was like, okay, whatever. I, you know, I pull up my file explorer and I go to manually search for it. And all of a sudden it comes to my text and only my C drive is listed. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, come again? And it's like, I started looking around and it's not listed anywhere. And I was like, um, okay. And then Kaz was helping me do some troubleshooting. We were trying a bunch of different stuff. And then she was like, well, just restart and see if that fixes it. It's like, it might be as simple as that. And I was like, okay. And then I did, and then everything was perfectly fine again. And I was like, okay, it better not do that again. And then, uh, so once that was sorted, I immediately backed everything up onto the external. 
Did you also back up stuff on the C drive as well? I did, yeah. Yeah, that's always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. I grabbed everything important out of my documents, out of my pictures, out of my save files, all that. Just in case I have to send it back to CyberPower for whatever reason, which would be a pain in the ass. But Is that even still under warranty? How, old, how long have you had that? I don't know, actually. When did I get that laptop? It was Was it last year? I'm not. I think no. it was last year. I think it was a year and yeah, a half. Yeah, no. I think it was, uh, you know, right now it would be a year and a half. But yeah, it was... Uh, it was just after I graduated college last year is when I got it. Because I remember that's when I was originally looking into driving lessons. I don't know if it would still up. be under warranty or uh, not. Yeah, I think it was Memorial Day last year is when the sale was on, is uh, what's coming to mind right now. So I don't know if it would still be under warranty or not. I don't remember what warranty I got for it. I don't remember if I got the one year, if I got the two years or three years. I don't think you got extended, so I think it's only a year. I have no idea. I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, that would be a pain in the ass if I had to send it back to CyberPower for whatever reason. Well, you could also just go to, uh, if it wasn't under warranty, you would just go to the guy in town. Yeah, yeah. I can uh, see if he would be willing to do that. Because I don't know if he does, like, specialty laptops or whatever. Although, it's not, well, specialty. It's oh, just a, it's a laptop. Yeah. It's a laptop. It wouldn't make any difference. Fair enough. Unless, of course, you you like you handcrafted every component was custom within the whole thing. You built it yourself. That might yeah. be a different story. Yeah. But at that point in time, you'd probably be fixing your own stuff. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that was just really bizarre. I don't know why I did that because that must have just happened today. Because last night we were playing Factorio and it was spoiler alert. Fine. Yeah, spoiler alert. We've become very obsessed with that game. but uh, And it was working perfectly fine because, you know, it would have to pull from that uh that folder again in order to access it because that was the only thing i tested was after i noticed that steam wasn't pulling up so i tried to pull up one of the games themselves like i picked factorio and it was like again in like directory not found or something like that it was some really weird error and i was like okay like what are you doing exactly but uh so yeah that was very bizarre like it's it's back to normal now at least the as of last time I saw this, the computer is off right now, so when I boot it back up, I'll immediately check that again. But, yeah, I don't know why that happened. That was concerning. Mm. And Vale in the chat's talking about uh, sketchy games on Steam, which those oh, happen. Yeah. You know, Steam standards have changed. Uh, no, they haven't. Oh, yeah. the uh, He's been talking to me about that literally all day today. I think <laughs> I've heard about that. That game in those. particular. Yeah. I've heard a lot about that game today. I think I've heard a few things about it as well. Ooh, and Fantos just joined in the chat. Fanto! Yeah, so your laptop tried to eat itself. Apparently, that was very weird. Yeah. I don't think there's much else going on. Not really. No, not really. I've been uh, trying to keep it off my YouTube list. I've been watching a lot of people playing The Escapist, too, and I really want that game. It looks so cool. Mm. Like, have you heard anything about that game? I've heard a uh, couple of things. Yeah, it it's really cool where you play as the a... One- uh, you play as a convict, and your whole point is to try to escape various prisons, but you can do it in, like, literally thousands of different ways. Mm. And it's so cool just watching everybody's different thought process of what they try and you know, what they don't try and, like, how they ultimately end up going about it because you could do so many different things. Yeah, I've, uh, the one I've heard more of in the past two or so days has been uh, Tacoma. Yeah, I uh, earlier, actually, I was watching uh, Ethan from Crank Gameplays started playing that. And he's only got one part upload so far, but that game is uh, fascinating. Very much so. Mm. 
I don't think we have much of anything else going on, really, for side notes. So we're going to – and, oh, by the way, there's a lot of tabs up right now for news, but it's like – A lot of it's Flash. It's like mostly Flash. Yeah. And a couple of bits aren't even related to games. Like this first mm. one we're looking at right now is something we want to talk about because it's <laughs> concerning. Yeah. But uh, there's no I, – I we say this every single time. I don't know how long this show is going to be. I don't think it's going to be that long. We'll have to see when we'll we reach see, two hours. Yeah. We'll be like, how did we fill two hours? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Should we head off to the news? Yep. All righty then. Okay, the news. I didn't really separate it, so it's like Flash and Normal mixed together. That's fine. Uh, we'll just go over it as we go over it. A little it. bit of everything. A little bit of everything. First up... Soon, Funimation will be acquired by Sony. That is concerning. Mm. Specifically, it's Sony Pictures Television is going to be acquiring a 95% stake in Funimation. Yeah, that's uh, that could go one of two ways, and I'm afraid it's not going to go the good way. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, nothing really has come out, you know, specifics. And a lot of people have been tweeting a lot of things. I saw Colleen Klinkenbeard tweeted out that she doesn't really know much more than we do. Yeah. Other than she sees a lot of positive things. Of course, she she works with the company. Of course, oh, yeah, it's totally positive. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be <laughs> freaking out right now. Everything in Sony other than PlayStation is losing money. Yep. So for them to you – know, uh, the thing I'm worried about is they're going to take, you know, buy up a stake in Funimation, take, you know, and just bury the company. Yeah. Take the profits and bury the company and just, oh, uh, and then move on. And then what happens then? It, I'm worried about it. Yeah. It's very concerning. It is very concerning. Well, let me drop this one in the chat because this one okay. is, uh, again, not an anime podcast, but just something. I'm a premium subscriber to the Funimation Network. I watch a lot of their stuff. Oh, yeah, their dubs to. have been killing it recently. Like, I know their dubs the, have been so good. The the Miss Kobayashi's uh, oh, I love dub it. is fantastic. Yeah. Yep, they've done a lot of really good ones recently. It's mm, just like same thing with uh, Tanya. Tanya is another Tanya's one. Tanya is another one. <laughs> it's just like I don't want to see the company just get buried just because a company's looking for a quick buck. I know, and that's what all I see this as. It's yep. just it's it. I'm very nervous now. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I we'll have to wait and see, but it's I don't see it as very promising. Nope. Moving on. Moving on. Ah, from one wildfire to another to the next one. YouTube yeah. is YouTube again. Yes, is on its way out. Like there's, uh, we're we're witnessing the death of YouTube, and it's like it's very slow, and it's like a dozen or so things are happening all at once. Mm-hmm. This is just one of those things. So, uh. Google is now announcing new plans uh, for the for YouTube that they're to combat terrorism and hate speech. They're implementing new changes to the algorithm, which the algorithm has been so great so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that in itself is a promising mm, statement that more or less, more or less the, 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 the and, uh, I'll link to Philip DeFranco's video because he goes over this in, in fairly good detail. The gist of it is that they want to combat, like I said, terrorism and hate speech. And how they're going to do that is they're going to – videos that get flagged or videos that they detect have what they consider this as will just be shadow banned and will be removed from search results. And, you yeah. know, and like you're not getting an official ban, but the video just won't show up anywhere. Mm. And it's just like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the, it's like, who decides? I said the same thing about fake news. 
who decides what is hate speech? Exactly. And that's the key of the whole thing. Is like, in this day and age of 2017, everyone's offended by everything. Literally everything. I just find it's, it's it worrying mm. is what comes to mind. Uh, so the exact quote from uh, the, the the guy right here is that we'll be assuming it says here's the quote from um, so it'll be video flagged as hate speech or violent extremism. YouTube may impose restrictions on the content even if it breaks none of the platform's rules. Quote: We'll soon be applying tougher treatment to videos that aren't illegal but have been flagged by users as potential violations for our policies on hate speech and violent extremism. If we find these vi- find that these videos don't violate our policies but contain controversial religious or supremacist content, they will be placed in a limited state. The videos will remain on YouTube behind an intercentral, uh, won't be recommended, won't be monetized, and won't have key features including comments, suggested videos, and likes. Right. Intercentral. Hmm. That's a new word. I didn't know that one. The, uh... Yeah, it, it, this is concerning to me. And the reason why it's concerning to me more often than not is that this next tab I've also got from another site is that uh, YouTube, YouTube for this whole hate speech thing is they're working with the ADL to to figure out what is hate speech. And the Anti-Defamation League, which that sounds really good. Mm. Sounds good. The Anti-Defamation League is the one who says that the Pepe the Frog meme is hate speech now. Because it's loosely associated with Trump. Yeah. They, they consider <laughs> that hate speech. So stop and think about that right now. And this is why I say it's a bad idea when you figure out who defines what is hate speech. Oh, yeah. Welcome to 2017. Oh, yeah. Every, uh, everybody is offended by everything nowadays. It's so ridiculous. And this is why I'm very worried. Like, one of the reasons why like, a lot of people are freaking out saying, oh, they're killing free speech. And for anybody out there, for the love of God, who says, oh, they're a free company and they can do what they want, you can go fuck yourselves. I cannot fucking stand that argument. <laughs> yes, they are a free company. They can do what they want. If you normalize it, you make it okay and you give them that inch and they take the mile. Mm-hmm. Do not make it normal. And yep. I cannot fucking stand that excuse pisses me off that's the one that really gets me oh Oh, they're free company they can do what they want but uh my free no no there's no but um Mm -hmm. free speech is absolute and anyone who infringes on that needs to be called on on it immediately for any reason do not go there i cannot stand that one (laughs) yep just that's the one that really winds me out oh they're a free company they could do or not go fuck yourself Mm -hmm. don't even go there it's ridiculous but yeah, the, the, for for as for you know what what is hate speech? Who's to say? I know it's it's just like the, the snowflakes in 2017 now all of a sudden control a lot everything. of everything. It's just like anyone anywhere can cry about something and then, and then it could be called hate speech again. It's just like yeah. this is such a sh- is it's such a such a vague open ended kind of thing that they could catch all into any one thing they want to talk about. Philip DeFranco gets flagged all the time. Steven Crowder gets flagged all the time. You know, a handful of other, you know, there's, there's, there's numerous people, thousands and thousands. There's the ones too that come off the top of my head right immediately that, you know, that try to have a discussion in the middle and maybe, you know, some lean left or right, but at the same time, it's like, okay, we're back. Yep. Uh, that was a weird issue with the computer that, Mm. I've never seen that one before. It's bizarre. Yeah, I don't understand what just happened. I don't know when that started happening, as in when we were just when I was just ranting just then. But when an autoplay ad starts playing, all of a sudden now 
our systems recording it as well as our voices. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. The soppy loop back. I don't know. It shouldn't be. That's the way it's always been. So I don't know why all of a sudden it would be. I do not know. It's a it, it, that was very bizarre. That was so weird. I'm gonna have to keep a very close eye on Audacity to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you need to add to the whole YouTube thing with? Uh, apparently it causes Audacity to record Windows sound. Mm, I'm going to have to look into this because it's never been that way before, so I don't know what would have changed to cause it to suddenly do that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, everyone in the chat, make sure to uh, let us know if that starts happening again so we can get on top of it very no, quickly. Well, I'm going to be keeping an eye close yeah, on what yeah. – that's what uh, uh, got my attention the first time. <laughs> it's YouTube telling you to stop right Yeah, yeah, YouTube doesn't like me to, you know, give it the business end of the truth. Mm. Is there anything you need to add about, you know, YouTube's new hate speech policies? Because the whole thing I was leading to is that with the what happened last week was uh, Jordan Peterson uh, yeah. was uh, had a lot of his stuff was shadow blocked and what have you. And then he fought it and got it back. But it's like which brought to light the new policy with the hate speech and what have you. And it's like, really? I know. It's so stupid. You have any Again, thoughts on it? Again, welcome to 2017. Yeah. It's like everyone is offended by everything. Like if things aren't exactly the way people want them to be, they cry about it. Mm. And it's so annoying. Oh, and you know what? A good video to watch on that subject, exact subject, mm -hmm. is uh, I don't know if they put that on YouTube or not. I don't know if they put it on YouTube or not because if they didn't, it would only be on the behind the paywall of the network. So I'd have to look at that again. But Steven Crowder just did a special from Hawaii, and it's just it's special to watch. You could only watch the first couple of minutes of it, and it would be like, okay, wow. <laughs> like he went to some some protest in Hawaii or in Honolulu, and uh, they were they were asking about, well, we're Trump supporters, but we want to you know uh, want to learn about other people's movement. We want to be tolerant and all this like totally positive, and they shut them down within minutes. Right. And had them escorted out by security because <laughs> it, it's like, what? I know. It's, it's shocking. Even if you don't like, I don't like Trump, but it's like, still, it's like, what? You, you, they're not, you know, they're not being hateful or anything. And they're like, oh no, we need these these people escorted out. You're you're being, you're, what were the words? Uh, I can't even give it justice. It Isn't uh, peaceful protest a protected right? I somewhere. I theoreti don't theoretically. Theoretically, okay, that's the right word Should for be. it. I should show you that video. Yeah, definitely. Either which way. I don't know. If, I honestly can't remember if they uploaded a segment of that to YouTube or not. I'm going to have to look into that. But uh, it, it's a good one to watch because it's just like, you're like, what? And this is 2017. This is the Again. mentality that's telling you what is and isn't hate speech. Exactly. That's the point I'm getting. It's like people like that who don't even want to have uh, – like they, they came there and say we're open to understand why you, you think the way you do, and, and they got shut down because of it. And it's like yeah. that's the kind of mentality. These people that – Oh no, we don't want to have any conversation with you. you what? And it's like, that's who decides what is hate speech. Yeah. And that's where I have the problem. Is, is mm -hmm. same with fake news. Like, who decides what is, you know, hate speech and what isn't? Mm -hmm. Anything more to that? We could probably go on. And oh, on I don't imagine this, we could go on but, about that. Uh, we should probably move on to something mm. else. Move on to something quite sad, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. What Vale says, protesting gets you on watch lists. <laughs> there we go. My my uh my search history probably has me on several watch lists. <laughs> Mine too, probably. Mm. Yeah, Moving on. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, it's like you know how my uh, my friend Charlie and I write a lot of uh, stories together. Oh yeah. And you know we like to be very accurate in our stories, even though our stories are oh, like good you know, Lord. in the fantasy <laughs> universe. And like every single time we go to like look something up, I always say to her, I'm like, yep, that's not going to come back to haunt us at all. <laughs> She's like, I know, right? 
like just some of the things that we've had to source just to you know like have an accurate uh, portrayal of different situations in our stories it's like you know can somebody survive getting their throat cut is it possible to ingest cocaine <laughs> and it's just yes like, and yes and it's like yep that's not going to come back to bite me later <laughs> my search you know the uh the no, it was uh, is it possible to drink cocaine that was the question <laughs> i'd imagine you could probably dilute it in water and drink that and that was the question, and I was just like, well, that's not going not gonna to come back to haunt us later. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'm sure the NSA is enjoying this podcast as well as while they investigate the both of us Probably. for suspicious behavior. <laughs> oh, yeah. <There> look, <laughs> those are just like the two things that always come to mind, but I'm sure there have been other things I've had to look up that are just as bad, if not worse. Where it was like every single time it was like, yep, that's not going to come back in a, uh, in a questioning session later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our investigations have revealed some... Interesting search results that we need to <laughs> ask you about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. This is one of the ones you said I had to include. Yeah, just because I thought it was important to uh, mm. discuss. So that the, uh, was it this past E3 that we saw the trailer for Anthem? Anthem, for yes, we did. Yes, we for did. The, uh, for the uh, first time. I believe it was the first time. I don't think it was I the first time so. it was ever announced. It was like teased the year before or something like that. Something like that. But uh, it has come to light now that the lead designer on Anthem, Corey Gasper, has passed away. This article doesn't say exactly what happened, but uh, yeah, that is really sad. That's going to be devastating for the game, I bet. Yeah, that, that like, I don't sucks. know how far into development they are, but if it's the lead designer who's uh, passed away, that's probably going to be really devastating to recover from. It's going to be devastating no matter what no matter stage what, of the development yeah. it is from. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really sad. And then, of course, you know. To the uh, family as well. That's it. Always sucks to lose someone like that. Yeah. <laughs> we know that all too oh, well. Oh, we know that all too well. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, he's been a gameplay slash level designer at Bioware for over nine years. Credited for many AAA titles such as Mass Effect Two and Three, Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood, Dragon Age Origins, and most DLC. Aside from design work, he also gained consultation credits for his roles in Mass Effect Andromeda, Dragon Age Inquisition, Star Wars Battlefront, and Mirror's Edge. So, definitely, definitely a big loss. Very much so. Uh, I believe, was this the other one you... Oh, yeah, oh, here yeah. you go. So, we have a couple of uh, Persona spin-off games in the works, which I saw both of these coming, because when we saw yeah. the... the uh, was it a couple months ago that Atlas, P3D? Uh, yeah, it was P3D, and then there was a couple of P5D, and then a couple of trademarks that uh, Atlas said. And I think when we were going over that, I said I bet the uh, P3D is going to be a dancing game, and turns out that is exactly what that is. So Atlas has unveiled Persona 3 Dancing Moon Knight and Persona 5 Dancing Star Knight, both of which akin to Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Works like I've heard the Persona 4 Dancing on it had a really good story to it, but you know I don't do rhythm games. So. Oh yeah, same here. I'm terrible with those. Always, oh yeah, I'm so bad with with uh, rhythm games. But yeah, so these two are gonna be interesting to uh, see how they kind of work in, because apparently the story in uh, Persona 4 Dancing on it was actually considered canon. So it'll be interesting to see how these kind of fit into the overall lore. If they do it all, they might just be considered non-canon. I don't know. And then the other uh, big announcement was Persona Q2, which is going to be taking place sometime in the Persona 5 uh, team's era. And uh, that's going to be interesting. I think I will gamefly that one, though, because 
I had a lot of problems with Persona Q, uh, yeah, that Shadow was of the Labyrinth. <coughs> you had issues with that one. I definitely had a lot of problems with that game on a mechanical level. Like The story for that game was really, really good and really, really interesting, but the uh, the healing mechanic was so unbelievably broken in Persona Q that it became unplayable at one point. Where it's like every time you would have Margaret or Elizabeth, depending on which storyline you were playing through, every time you would have them heal your health and SP, you had to pay them. And the cost of which every time you used that service would double to the point where it became impossible to get any healing done. And it was just, it was so broken. That was like my biggest problem with Persona Q because you hit a certain point where it's like your enemies are like three times as powerful as you are. You have so little SP to start off with that you can't literally use any skills at all to, you know, you can only use like one skill at a time and then all your SP would be drained. And then every time you would have to restore your SP, you would have to pay a doubled cost. And it just, it was so broken. So I'm really hoping that they revamp that for this new game. We'll see what happens with it, but yeah, like, God, that was just, that was so <laughs> bad. You know you loved so it. so infuriating. The story was great. The story in Persona Q, like if you watch this playthrough of it on YouTube, the story of that game was really, really good. It was just the mechanics were so, like, not well thought out. It was, like, oddly not thought out for how that would work. Mm. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Apparently uh, this is going to be focusing on the Persona 5 crew, and I don't know if any other crews are going to be dragged into this because in... Persona Q, it had the crew from 4 and the crew from 3 interacting with each other in order to uh, solve the mystery and stuff. So I don't know if it's going to be the crew from 5 and the crew from 4 or what's gonna, or if this is any indication it might just be 5 and 3 again. I don't know if the dancing games are any indication. They're trying to link up those two uh, groups. But we'll see what happens. This should be interesting nonetheless. Always interesting. Mm. Speaking of interesting. Oh yes, I am very happy about this. So uh, it's been announced that Persona 5 is getting a TV anime adaptation in 2018. And I am so stoked about this because they did such a good job with the Persona 4 anime. And I want to say they did a good job with the Persona 3 movies, but they were never localized and I never got to see them, which I'm very salty about. <laughs> but Can the, you really uh, be too surprised, though, in 2017 that they wouldn't no, bring those over really. here with everyone getting as offended as they are? That's actually going to be an interesting thing if the Persona 5 anime gets localized because five is arguably way more you know way darker than three was and three was even really really dark like four is like the kind of odd happy one of the group hey zero hey zero yeah because like i do understand why they didn't want to localize three because you know the whole shooting yourself in the head thing but at the same time five is also really 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 dark so it'll be interesting to see if that actually gets localized or not I don't know one way or the other if it's going to or not, but yeah, a lot of the a lot of the people that you help in in five are like have some seriously some of the social links. There's some dark oh stuff God, that happens there is in some <laughs> really dark. Stuff. They go the distance, and not even the social links, even just like the main stuff. You know the uh, the different people that you have to take down in this game. Like some of the stuff they're doing is just like oh. Okay. Oh yeah, that's. Oh yeah, the very first oh, one yeah, out the of the gate. Oh yeah, the very first one out of the gate. That's the Kamashita, one I'm thinking yeah. Yep. That's gonna be interesting to see how they tackle that one. That'll be great. Yep. But it's anime. You know how they'll tackle it. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, that whole uh, incident that got uh, very uh, real at one point during Kamashita's situation. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know the thing with the roof. <laughs> mm, and gravity. And gravity and who? Yeah. So it will be interesting to see if this actually gets localized or not, because if they didn't want to localize 3, 
just because of the whole shooting yourself in the head thing in order to summon your persona situation. Uh, I don't know if this one's going to make it through the gate or not, because this one is even darker than 3 was. So, yeah, it is kind of weird with Persona games. Like, 4 is like the odd happy child of the group, whereas 3 and 5 <laughs> are both super dark and depressing. <laughs> yep. Not much to say, though. Not much to say. We'll see mm. what happens with it. All right. I know nothing of it, but apparently Pokemon Go Fest was a disaster. I heard bits and pieces about it. Apparently, nobody could get internet at the time, and it was like... Too many people using the servers at once. Everything <laughs> just kind of blew up all at once. On fire. On fire. People were upset because of it. Yep. Yeah. And then apparently now people are suing them because of it. Oh, there's my a, God, there's yeah. There's a class action lawsuit to brewing over the Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, because apparently people were using, like, uh, credits and stuff in order to try to get different bonuses, like catch bonuses during the event. So that was apparently a lot of money was lost because they couldn't, like make it work well enough i don't know but people are annoyed about this so it's 2017 2017 people are annoyed therefore lawsuit Mm, that'll solve all your problems that'll solve everything (sighs) yeah i don't know there's i'm not that well informed on the subject but it sounds like 2017 so we can go with it 2017 yep moving on moving on what is the next one? Oh, yes. Remember this? Oh, yeah. This from was a, funny. This was from 11 days ago, and the next tab is from 10 days ago. So uh, this tab from 11 days ago is Microsoft is planning to bring an end to paint after 32 years. Yep, MS Paint. They wanted to uh, get rid of it altogether. And then the, the inter- following day. The internet f- flipped out. The internet flipped out. And then the following day, oh, never mind. Uh Paint is here to stay. <laughs> yes. It's like, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing that I think a lot of people were right to flip out about is that Microsoft was planning on going on to everyone's ser- uh, computer and having an update that physically removed the program. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the way I understood it, is that they were planning on releasing a, uh, it was some kind of like a fall update that's uh, going to be, you know, I think it was going to be launching in like November or something. But uh, that was physically going to remove paint from all Windows 10 systems. And people weren't uh, best pleased about that, as you can imagine. The fact that they're going onto your computer and removing a program themselves, it's like, excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, because even I still use MS Paint. That's that's how I make uh, character sheets for different different things online. It's the easiest way to do it is just go onto paint and have, you know, everything set up right then and there. Mm. It's like I could do it on a more advanced program, but you don't really need to. It's just you know everything you need is right there. Mm. So yeah, but it's it's apparently staying. So good. So yes, everyone is happy about this. Very much so. Uh, Blizzard to increase penalties for poor behavior in Overwatch. Okay. That sounds good. That does sound good. And I don't know why they weren't severe to begin with. <laughs> well, hopefully whatever problems were happening are now. Uh, Less likely to happen. Mm. Speaking of which, over 50,000 people have been banned from Player Unknown's Battlegrounds for cheating. <laughs> nice. Again, good. good. Yep. Doesn't Does that hurt your feelings? Nope. Not here either. So moving on. Moving on. Uh, GameStop has plans to be open on Thanksgiving this year. Uh, the reason why this is an interesting bit of news is that a uh, couple years ago they made a an announcement that they're not going to be open on Thanksgiving because it's important to have, you know, their employees to have a good, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. work balance with, you know, uh, spending time with the family during the holidays and what have you. And, and mm. all of a sudden this year, oh, no, we're going to be open. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are pretty upset about that. People that work oh, for I'm GameStop. Sure. 
I'm sure. Yeah, this is what Fanto said in the chat. GameStop, quote, we're losing money. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, what could we possibly? I know. Let's stay open for one more day out of the year. That'll that'll solve everything. That'll solve everything. Yep. Not much else to be said. Nope. Uh, Rocket League has a new 20-word language ban system. Right. So using certain words in Rocket League chat could get you suspended or even permanently banned from the game. Good. Yeah. I mean, people will find a way around it, but... Yeah, you know, right now it's only 20 <laughs> words, so people, as soon as people figure that out, they're going to find ways around it, as they always do. And as they always do, the developer here, Psych... Psionics, I think is how you would pronounce that. Psionics. Psionics would is probably going to the developer is probably going to increase the word count as soon as oh, people yeah, start getting sure. creative, which <laughs> is how it always works. Oh yeah, at least they're trying to uh, you know put something in place for that. Yep, well, that's what Zero says. He says my company's working twenty four seven regardless of uh, holidays or anything, and it's like yeah, I work for one as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can say all about that. I don't know what else we can say about that. Like I said, a lot of there's a lot of flash news mixed in with the last. I think a lot of the rest of this is just flash anyway. Mm. If we were to qualify it, oh yeah, no, uh, retail retailers will start taking uh, Super NES Classic pre-orders later this month. Awesome. Awesome, but I'll qualify that under. I'll believe it when I see it. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, we'll have to keep a close eye on that because you mm. know this is going to be something that's going to be gone in five seconds. Very much so. Speaking much speaking about gone in five seconds, Walmart had a uh, technical glitch last week that allowed the SNES Classic pre-orders to happen, <laughs> and in which case they had to cancel them all because, you know, they they weren't actually there. Oh, that's special. <laughs> so a lot of people were very upset about that. Cause oh, as I'm you just sure. said, gone in five seconds. Yeah, all of the ones that Walmart put up due to the technical glitch were gone in, you know, five or six seconds. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, the newest, uh, oh yeah, the Legacy WoW server that is, uh, they they just been brought back. Remember I talked about that? It oh, was, yeah. Uh, it's also been given a cease and desist. Of course. Within five hours of be going live. Because reasons. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> because Bioware. Yep. Bioware is World of Warcraft, right? Or is it, no, no, no it's Blizzard. Blizzard. Excuse me, I misspoke. Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah. I, I I questioned that because I immediately didn't sound right. It was yeah. not Bioware. Oh, no, you said that. I was Bioware was Mass Effect. My favorite was Mass Effect. Uh, Blizzard. Blizzard is, is World, of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, right? Yep. Blizzard, right? Yes. I caught myself as soon as I said. I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> I know that's we all right. had a moment of wait. No, that's not right. Blizzard. Yep. Uh, it because Blizzard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're notorious for this. You ever earned yourself one face palm? Mm, probably more. Probably many. <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, not really much else to said. The, uh, the how would you pronounce that? The actual server itself. Felmist. Felmist uh, website has been replaced with a photo of the said cease and desist letter and explanation from Gummy Fifty Two. Yeah. Not much else they can really do about it. If no. you know Blizzard, Blizzard wants to you know continually shove their head up their ass. People want to play a vanilla World of Warcraft, but yet, no, we're not going to let it happen. Yeah. I still don't get why they just don't make an official one themselves. Well, they all said in the thing, they don't want to split the fan base. But here's the problem, though. The people that want to play vanilla will only want to play vanilla. You're not yep. splitting the fan base because it's already split. Exactly. Either which way. I don't know You know, there's much that can be said about it. It's like you're not splitting the fan base. You're just keeping away the ones that probably won't play the uh, current version anyways. So, yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, because logic. Because logic. Remake will finally be coming to the N Nintendo Switch in November. Right. It's already out for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Good stuff. But there's still people waiting for a Switch version. Yep. 
November. <laughs> uh, Rocket League su- surpasses 34 million uh, players. Good stuff. It's awesome. I think it's also a copy note from the other article mm-hmm. that I already had because it says new band system implemented, which is, you know, the... Yeah, it's the one that we've already word talked band. about. But, uh, yeah, 34 ooh, million. Ooh, great. ooh, you want to talk about this one. Oh, yeah, this is great. So, uh, Rockstar is being sued again. Which isn't surprising. Which isn't surprising. You know especially what given, you know, especially given 2017. Yeah, especially given 2017, Rockstar is being sued because somebody thinks that they used their likeness. You know, not just Again. somebody, but it, it's a company. A company, yeah. That thinks that they use their likeness in not just not Grand Theft Auto Five. But Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Vice City. Yeah. Which is 15 years old. Mm. I think something like that. Does that make you feel old? Yeah, actually, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> it really makes me feel old. So yeah, it's the uh, the character called uh, Anti Paulette. Anti Paulette. It's from Andy the psychic. Yeah. Uh, the psychic readers network is the one that's suing him over the uh, the parody. You know, bashing of the Miss Cleo character from uh, that used uh, in uh, an- they they called Anti Paulette, which is their uh, you know mm. parody of uh, Miss Cleo. Yep. Which is just it's hysterical. Everything in that. Everything in all the Grand Theft Auto games are hilarious. I want to know the Social Justice Warrior version, the parody that they're gonna do in oh, in Grand oh, Theft Auto get ready Six. For it. it's oh, oh, you know, Rockstar ain't gonna. They're not gonna pull any punches with that. <laughs> that is going to be legendary. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how far this lawsuit's gonna go. Uh, I would imagine Rockstar has some good lawyers on staff. <laughs> By this point, yeah, I think they're kind of used to this sort of thing. You know, they probably have a whole, you know, like wing in that Rockstar's uh, unidentified headquarters in and around New York City. That uh, you know, they actually have a whole wing of lawyers just there, ready to go at any moment. So apparently, this character was also voiced by Miss Cleo. Oh wow! Are you kidding me? That's hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, however, given the fact that she chose to play the part in the game, one would assume that Rockstar did have all the necessary permission at the time. But yet, here we are. <laughs> I love when these articles start getting sarcastic. It's so funny. Mm, yes. Well, that would involve the, the uh, psychic readers networks to do research mm. and to know what they're talking about. So, yeah, this character was actually voiced by Miss Cleo, and she chose to do it. So, But yet, th- no, there's a problem. We need to sue. It's 2017. We need to <laughs> sue. And that is the ultimate thing that's like you got to realize that Miss Cleo, the fact that she was voicing the character itself. You got to know that she knew it was a joke yeah. and she she was OK with it. You know, that's awesome because it's not, you know, obviously Miss Cleo has passed away a long time ago, I believe. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, the fact that the Psychic Readers Network doesn't even realize this is I don't I think it'll be thrown out. Oh, God, absolutely. It's just funny at the same time. <laughs> Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two, has already brushed this lawsuit off. As entirely meaning merit- meritless? Meritless. Meritless is the exact quote, but I would say meaningless as well. Yep. God, what the hell? Welcome to 2017. Welcome to 2017. Yes. Jesus Christ. You love it. You know you love it. Mm. Last tab of news. Last tab of news, and this actually is really hype. Mm. So uh, for a long time, we've been waiting for Stardew Valley to receive multiplayer, and apparently it is coming early 2018 and that is going to be awesome the uh concerned ape i believe the guy's name is is the guy who made stardew valley but uh yeah i believe it's like one person doing everything for stardew valley so you can kind of forgive him for taking a while yeah, most definitely it was uh chucklefish chucklefish i think it's the name of the company i think the actual guy's name is concerned ape 
Yeah. That's what's coming that's right. to mind. I don't know if that's It right sounds right, but yeah, I don't know. That, that is what's coming to mind is that the guy's actual username is Concerned Ape, and the company is Chucklefish. But yeah, it's one person doing everything for Stardew. So you can definitely forgive him for being a little bit slow on uh, getting multiplayer set up. But apparently a beta is planned for later this year, and it is planned to be fully launched early 2018, and that is going to be so cool. I can't wait for that. Yep. I don't think there's much else for to say about that. No, no. Other than I'm definitely looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, we've all been waiting for this. Oh, that's cool. Uh, multiplayer, we played through the player's ability to build up three cabins on their farm for farmhands, which will be controlled by other players. That's really cool. I like that. So you have the main house, and then you have other houses where farmhands uh, live. That's interesting. We'll see how it works when it comes out, though, because it could change. Yeah, it could change, but it's a cool idea. I like that. And that is all the news we have. Yep. Gerald just confirmed it's Concerned Ape is the guy who uh, made Eric it. Barone is his official yep. name, but Eric Concerned Barone, Ape. Concerned Ape, and published by Chucklefish. But I don't believe there's anything else for news, as we've already established there is none much else. So like I said, there's a lot of flash and a couple of bits here and there. Yeah. As the story with 2017, there hasn't really been anything super big going on for news so far this year. Okay, apparently uh, Chucklefish isn't his uh, company. He just develops a lot of different indie games, which is fine. That works. But yeah, Stardew's awesome. I actually haven't picked it up in quite some time. Same here. I remember when it first came out, we were all over that one. Very much so. <laughs> But uh, speaking of being all over it, should we head off to the update? Yes. Where I don't know if it's going to be an official review or an update or what we'll we've call been it doing. We'll second look. We'll, we'll call it what we've been consumed with. Yes. Let's call it that and <laughs> head there it now. Let's call our obsession. Mm. All right. So what do we want to go and where do we want to go with this? You tell me. Mm, very much so. <laughs> Factorio. Yes. We've been playing a lot of it, one a might say. A lot. <laughs> one might say. We might have a problem, mm. one might say. Remember that last week when I said that I attributed it to, like, meth? Yeah. <laughs> I was right. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we forgot to mention, the big thing I want to start with, is that there's a free demo of the game on Steam where you get to go through a couple of levels and you get an idea for what you're going to be doing early game, like very early mm -hmm. game. And then between that and watching... The trailer for the two trailers for it on Steam, you get an idea for the Pandora's box that is Factorio. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> Fantifanto. Hashtag addicted, not addicted. <laughs> it is developed by Woob Software, and it is most, I think it's mostly an indie game developed by, I think, only a handful of people really are yeah, involved with uh, the project. It started out with just one person, but they've uh, acquired a couple more since then, but mm. it's still a very small team working on it. Very this. much so. Uh, it is, uh, the original release for Alpha version was in back in 2012. It is uh, mo it's mostly responsible for, the guy's name is Michael Kovarek is the guy's name. His his uh his gamer tag thing is called Kovarex. And uh, yeah, it's been he's been doing a very good job with the updating it re frequently, and mm -hmm. this is a good thing I like about the game is that he does do frequent updates. I think it's every Friday or so. Every there's an Friday, update. Yeah, there's a post uh, on the Steam page for yep. what they're doing, and mm -hmm. right now they're up to point fifteen, point sixteen is on the horizon. We don't know how long away that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like uh, Compulsion Games is another one who does every single Friday. There's an update, and I mm. really like when people do that. It's you know, so again, good. Kickstarted game that we've already talked about that and. When we left you last, what I said what I really wanted to get into is I really wanted to get into uh, crude oil and the fluid dynamics and yes. how that worked and all. And uh, we definitely got into that. Oh, we got into that. Uh, how would you like? How, how would you describe that? 
Uh, lots of pipes. <laughs> and confusion. <laughs> pipes everywhere. Mm. So yeah, with with crude oil, it's interesting, and I'm still figuring it out as we're going along. We really only barely scratched the surface of it as we're only really we got the the processing going but then it's like the usage of is still a little light so it's like we're not really in motion yet mm. but from what i can tell so obviously you put a pump jack down on the, the crude oil patch it's only that one little square you put it on it and you have to pump oil out store it and then transport it to where your refinery is when you refine the oil it breaks it the crude oil it breaks it down into heavy oil, heavy oil light oil and petroleum yeah if you cross any of these three types of pipes, they contaminate each other with each other, and it like ruins the whole system. So you got to be sure to keep all three separated mm-hmm. and organized, because yep. otherwise it's going to be a disaster. And if you if you fill up on any one of the three, then the whole process stops. So you got to figure out a way to keep all three moving. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, in my experience, you'll be using heavy oil and petroleum a lot, and light oil kind of just sits around and hangs out. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's like look for for with the basic oil processing with advanced oil processing, you can then crack heavy oil to light oil and then light oil to petroleum, which helps with the process. Which then I had to get uh familiar with the uh, decider combinators and pumps in order to make the factory think for itself, so that if I have X number of uh you know if too much heavy oils in, it'll turn on heavy oil cracking and it'll automate itself instead of me going oh well we need to get this one so I'll just manually slap a pipe back in which that was whole complicated <laughs> for me to describe that in words would be f- make this a three hour podcast and it would be far more confusing than it sounds <laughs> a visual thing it's a lot of, it's a lot of uh circuit network conditions which again this game is so complicated for something that's in early access. I know, it's so good. It's so detailed. I love mm. the detail in this game. It's so awesome. Yeah, because, you know, like I said, well, you, need, you need heavy oil because that makes lubricant, which lubricant is used in the making of electric engines, and it's also used in the making of blue belts and splitters and undergrounds, which mm-hmm. we haven't gotten there yet, but it's definitely there and ready to go when we need it. I don't know. for And then for the uh, petroleum, you need that to make uh, sulfur, which is used to make plastics, Sulfuric acid, acid. explosives, and a few other thing doodads here and there. Oh, your flamethrower ammo is used for is used as light and heavy oil. Yep, Uh, I love my flamethrower. My flamethrower is amazing. He doesn't let me use it that often though. (laughs) Okay, no, no. Okay, here (laughs) we we need to turn this conversation. Uh, Dark God here (laughs) needs to have a legitimate conversation with Smokey the Bear, because only you can prevent forest fires. Seriously. <laughs> I didn't think it was spread that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm only spraying a flamethrower all over the place. I can't believe it took out half the forest. What's going on? <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. But it was hysterical. But oh yeah, but the fire is very effective against the biters. It definitely sends them into a panic state of disarray. Oh yeah, that was an interesting thing to uh, learn. That we found out the other day is like we have some barter bases in you know really dense forest. And it was like okay, let's just smoke them out, and we did, and it actually really worked really well. Yeah, they did like they didn't come after us necessarily. They just scattered in a blind panic. Yeah, through the forest, through and the then forest. all of a sudden, as they ran through the forest on fire, they caught damage, and then they came through the forest. All of a sudden, it's like scattered, not really focused, and all of a sudden they were like, oh wait, why are there two tanks there? <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. Hi, Fanto. 
yeah, there's a lot going on in this game, and it's it's like there's not any one aspect you could talk about that's very focused and specific. It's like yeah. you can go off and do very weird and wacky things, but it gets very complicated very quickly. Yeah, and then the uh, the light oil I think is also the one we use for fuel blocks. Fuel right? blocks. Yeah. But you don't go through that many fuel blocks that often though, so it's. Mm. But yeah, flamethrower ammo. <laughs> that stuff is fun. It's definitely a lot of fun with the mm. flamethrower, but though it goes through the ammo very quickly. It does. It does go through ammo very fast. But yeah, there's a lot. To t it's a very complicated game. It's very well built, though. I like it. Mm, yeah. You know, and the sad part is that as far in as we are, is I'm already thinking about redoing my single player as soon as point sixteen comes out. To yeah. We're thinking about it. Well, I don't know. We'll worry we'll about it. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens when we get there. I don't know if I'd like to complete the game at least once. Yes. Because that's the other thing as well. It's like you know we can keep starting over every time there's a new version, but I would like to at least finish a game before we do that. I think our dual playthrough might be the one that we just keep going with. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. Because earlier today, I was, on my single-player game, I was figuring out how to get science rolling again. And it's like, in order to get a permanent endgame solution for science, the amount of space that is required to Yeah, we're probably going to have to throw go down, that down into the desert for that. In our map. In our map, yeah. We have Which a is technically right where mine us. is. It's the amount of space and the amount of things required in order to do it all. It's like the mass production required in order to ramp up to that point is mm -hmm. insane. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, quite legit, and I'm liking it a lot. Like I said, the thing issue I said with crude oil, though, is like you can't really pump it out of the ground that fast, so it's like I'm having an issue with I can't get it out of the ground fast enough, so I'm thinking you might need multiple spots to actually pump oil out of and have multiple different places store it so you can train it over a little bit at a time. I don't know. This is a very unfocused second look. This is very, but at the same time, that's kind of like this game. And that's how this <laughs> game actually honestly works. It's like, okay, I want to do this, and you go over, and, oh, wait, why is this not working? And then you start yeah. figuring out, okay, this is a problem. Okay, let me solve that. Wait, what's going on over here? And it's like In any you... one session, we walk in saying, okay, we want to get this, this, and this done tonight. Like, this is my, this and then is my it's like idea if, and focus. And... If we get one of those things done, it's usually a good night. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Very much so. It's like last night. It was like we we start we we're ending the night with okay. We got to get s what we call our outpost on our map. Our, our dual map is uh, circus town. Circus town. The reason why we said that is when we first walled off the area, there was massive amounts of bases within eyesight of the, oh, yeah. of the two massive <laughs> patches of copper and iron, and we were able to get down there and wall them off in a way that they didn't really bother us at the time, so they wouldn't expand into that area. And we got to the point where when we turn that on, mining causes pollution, which draws biters in. And it, it's like, so when we first, when we, when we, like before we turn on Circus Town, we need to get tanks. And that was before our first look even. And it's like we got the tanks and we rolled through that area and cleared them out. So when we first started mining out that area, it wasn't so bad uh, so that we could actually mine the area without being attacked constantly, nonstop, 24-7 <laughs> <24 /7 laughs> all the time, doing nothing but fending them off. Yeah. Uh, but then here's the thing. We started mining the copper patch at the same time, and all of a sudden it's like the, during this last session, it was like, what was that, just two days ago or something like uh -huh. that? We're, we turn it on, and I'm getting the train, so now I have two trains going, sharing sections of tracks. Therefore, I want to get the signaling right, and I'm trying to figure this out. And all of a sudden it's like when when turrets attack something or, you know, someone comes in the range and they engage something, it'll like a, a yellow exclamation mark will appear on a triangle that's right next to your – tool icon i see that i'm like okay and when it turns red something's taking damage whether it's a building a conveyor or a wall or a turret or something something's taking it and then that happens more often than not we have concrete walls up so that way mm -hmm. that's the first thing to take damage they're replaceable we can make a million of those i'm not concerned about walls so we we triple walled circus town 
and we have a little bit of gap in the spacing. I'm like, okay. So I suddenly see a couple of red uh, exclamation marks. It's like, okay, when something gets destroyed, a nuclear symbol comes out with a big, you know, buzzer that launches at the same time. So I'm down by the train station. Dark God's up at the top north side of our base. We're doing like a couple of different things at the same time. I'm trying to figure out how to switch over the train stop so that this new this new train can all take just four cars of copper to a mm-hmm. copper smelting area, and the other train goes to a separate area for. Uh, iron smelting. Yeah, so we I was working on the iron smelting area, trying yeah, to get all the belts ready for. Yeah, that. You, you were replacing belts from. We were upgrading belts from yellows to reds, which yep. are faster, twice as fast, mm-hmm. uh, so we can have more throughput. But at the same time, all of a sudden, it's like all of a sudden I see so it, it quickly went from yellow exclamation marks to red to all of a sudden d- nuclear icons, and then it went from one to three to seven all at once, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I hit when you click on that icon, it actually brings up the map right in the area. And all I, I quickly click on it, and I see there's like a massive group of about twenty or thirty of these things, and they're already at the third wall breaking through. <laughs> and I'm like, red alert! Drop what you're doing and get down to Circus Town. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you probably saw the icons as well. I did. I did. And it's like, oh shit, Circus! And I'm like, I'm jumping in the train. And I took the train. I jumped in the train, threw it in the manual. It was already in manual. Mm-hmm. I jumped in the train. And I just took the train down because it was the closest thing there because if i if i had to run to my tank and then run back down it would yeah. take forever to get down there mm-hmm. so i physically jumped in the train drove the train down to circus town jumped out and by the time i got there and started shooting the things as well they had already broken through the wall were eating the turrets up yep <laughs> it's like i I, t- I was able to take it down and i was able to stand there i started repairing wall segments uh wall dark god you're rushing to get to your tank and get down there yeah because i was so far north like by the time i reached my tank it was already pretty much over but, uh, yeah, so that, uh, that was a fun time. I went from zero to oh shit in record-breaking time. <laughs> it, was, it was literally a matter of two minutes. It was like we're getting attacked, we're attacking, and all of a sudden it's just went. It literally all at once went from, okay, there's a turret egg to damage to seven things destroyed at once. Yep. Like, in the matter of five seconds, it was just <laughs> do-do-do-do. I'm like, oh, and I click on it, and all I see is a massive horde of very big biters and very big spitters, and yeah, they are the, breaking uh, through. It was the blue ones. It was a massive group of blues that were breaking through. We haven't seen a green yet. Which are the behemoths, which, which are, are going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day one of those pops up. As you destroy, uh, as you produce pollution, as time goes through, the evolution factor increases. Mm-hmm. Uh and also, the biggest factor by none, by far, is when you destroy spawners, whether they're yep. biter spawners or, or spitter spawners, that increases the uh, evolution factor as well. And the higher the evolution factor, that increases the ch- percentage chances of them spawning in between. There's, there's mm-hmm. small biters, medium biters, lar- big biters, and behemoth biters. And same thing mm-hmm. for spitters as well. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the small ones don't really have a dedicated color. The medium ones are red. The brownish, large, I think, are the yeah. Color. The small ones are like brownish, and it's like uh, medium ones are red, large ones are blue, and then behemoths are green. Right, and the same thing for spitters as well. Yeah. It's like as you increase the evolution factor, the percentage chance of having bigger things come up, and it's like we're only waiting for the time. Oh, uh, we're, that we're waiting we're, for a green we to have pop. A, we up have at a this lot point. of blues coming out right now. Yeah. Like when we have to go out and clear out. Like after this session, we cleared out a lot to the east of Circus Town, which is what caused the issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like we had a almost, horde of blues on our ass. Yeah, it is almost exclusively blues at this point. So I'm just waiting for a green to spawn in because mm. that's going to be uh, interesting to see how mm. well we can take one of those out. 
That's going to be a, a, a festival unto itself. Oh, yeah. Which, but by the way, this clear out session, we suddenly found out that way south to the south of Circus Town, There's there is a city. <laughs> there is a city of spawners that are just a mass of red on the radar. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, whoo, that's going to be fun. Yep. Because at this point in time, we actually, you actually ended up uh, having your tank destroyed on you because yeah, you came I hit to, something. You hit and something and it came, to a, dead came stop. to a dead stop, and then afterwards it was all over because yeah. they just swarm you. Because when you swarm, swarm you, they eat through the tank pretty quickly. But oh, yeah. when you keep it moving, you can kind of you know get going. Yeah, I almost like, died the other day. You almost did because like you don't realize how sudden of a stop you hit as soon as like you hit something that you can't break through. Water is usually yeah. Water was a big candidate. Like I'm not even really sure what I hit, but it's like your tank comes. To a dead stop, and by the time you can even think about getting it going again, you are already surrounded, yeah, and there swarmed. is nothing you can do at that point. And when they swarm you like that, and they're all uh, da, 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 on your tank, that eats through your armor very quickly. You have the tank has two thousand hit points, mm-hmm. and that goes very quickly when you have 20, 30 things chewing on you from all sides. Yep. Which is harder when they swarm you like that. It's harder to get the thing moving again. Mm-hmm. When it's moving, it has momentum, and it's such yeah, a yeah. pushes through a lot of the stuff. So yep. if you hit one or two of those big blue biters head on, it does slow you down but it doesn't isn't the end of the world mm-hmm. it's when you what i think the problem was is that i think what happened with you is that you like to drive through a lot of these spawners <laughs> and bases and i think what happens between the spawners which slow you down and biters which big blue biters that slow you down what happened with you i think is that you hit enough that they were able to slow you down to a stop quick enough that they were able to swarm you and that's what happened that's possible it's very uh, positive. Uh, That's what I think is happening. And I hit water the other day, and that almost yeah, killed yeah, yeah. You. I'm like, we hit a section of things where just through the random act of spawning in, they happen to spawn out onto like a little peninsula type thing where the only way to get in onto it was this little thin land thing. So we're trying to, like, you know. Uh, peck in and get a little bit of them at a time it's like i finally decided okay it's time for me to you know dive in there and see what how this happens and i dive in and it's like oh shit there's a large worm i gotta get out of here i turn and poof, right into a little tiny little pond in the center of all this madness it's like oh <laughs> yeah. shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> yep so yeah it, it, with the game when you first start it starts very slowly but i think the big things you want to get to very quickly are defenses you need to get those up and mm-hmm. running and you have to get to the tank as soon as possible because that helps in yes. a very large way. I've been told that a fully macked out uh, Mark II power suit of armor is actually better for defeating biters than the tank is. Really? I know. I, I have to believe it when I see it. Mm. But yeah, it's like this game goes from 0 to 60 very quickly. What you'll have you'll do in the demo version is like, you'll be like, wait, from what we've described to what you're doing in the demo, you're like, huh? It ramps up. It's oh, a Pandora's yeah. box. It of is. Just complexity. that, <laughs> And it'll it'll consume every minute of your day. Yep. Like, know. I'm, but I'm <laughs> loving the game though. It's so well I know, done. It's so well done. Like the detail in it, and it's like the polish on it is so unbelievable for an early access game. And it's just it's so good. I love this game. I love what they're doing with it. And I love how much they've uh, given attention to detail. Like you can zoom in on everything, and there's a tiny animation to every little thing that exists in this world. From machines to like gr- you know grass clumps to everything, hmm. it's like you zoom in on a pipe and you can see little bubbles going through the pipe. And as it's the fluid so level, as the fluid level in the system of that whatever system is drains, the fluid that you see in the pipe that she's talking about in the window of the pipe also drains down as well. Yeah, it's so good. And it's, it's it's like every you zoom way in, you can zoom way in or you can zoom way out. When you zoom way in though, every little machine has its own little intricate animation, animation that, that yeah. goes through, and it's just like. 
wow and it's not even all that terribly resource intensive I, like mm. it's kind of hard for us to judge this at this time because the two of us have between her, her laptop and my computer they're both beasts oh yeah <laughs> so it's kind of hard to say well yeah it's pretty light you know low uh, mm -hmm. impact on the system i don't think Maybe. so yeah but so i think it also helps because i've noticed that like if you zoom in on different parts of the map that are far away from you, like you can see barges, but they won't be moving. Yeah. So that definitely helps. Like they only start moving when you're within a certain radius of them. So that helps lighten the load of you know. It's probably the same for all the in. machines as yeah, well. All even the machines a, and all even that. though all the machines are probably working and doing what they're supposed yeah, to, they're I not animating. They, when yeah, they're I don't think the animation plays unless you're within a certain distance of them. Which definitely helps to lighten the uh, load because there's a lot that goes on. It's like you see some of these factories like on the video on the Steam page. It's like that are just miles in every direction. And that's the thing about the one in the Steam page. The, that factory that you'll witness is a total mess. Oh, yeah. It, it is. is a spider web just every which direction it goes. Yeah, all, most there's no real uh, like. Thought, gone into thought and planning like a lot of the people that we watch like Catherine of sky oh yeah she is, she is amazingly great. good at what it, it, a lot of the stuff that we're doing now we're basing on a lot of her designs because mm -hmm. she's already figured it all out and it works and it's oh yeah just, she it, is an expert at factoria i love watching her videos you know, and she's got a great voice too by the way i love her voice her voice is amazing it's so like the, the imagine the like I, I i've said a lot between this one and the last one about throughput well, here's the thing. We're having an issue with iron on our map where we don't have enough throughput of iron. Well, here's the thing. We've got we're running four belts wide of iron going down the main bus that we're we built. Mm -hmm. It's like we have four belts of iron. We have four belts of copper. We have uh, two belts of green circuits, green two circuits, belts of reds, reds two belts of gears, and two belts of plastic. plastic, and two belts of steel. Yes. It's like so this this main bus that we have that we're transporting east is the direction it's going. We have 28 belts wide, I think it is, mm -hmm. is or 28 spaces wide is how wide this main bus is. Yeah. It's like you look at a lot of people's beginning factories and they just have little spaghetti one-liners going every which direction. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of throughput you need in order to be able to do everything late game, mm -hmm. to be able to win the game efficiently and easily. Could it be done with less? Probably. Oh, it yeah. probably has been. But this, this is what, you know, the, the, the best way to do it with massive amounts of throughput. Because it's not just a matter of, well, this yellow boat does 13.3 items a second and the red does 26.6. Well, if you have multiples of them, you also increase, increase how many you can get through as well. Instead of having just one line that goes faster, you have multiple lines. And the amount of planning that goes into, you know, being able to lay all this out so that it actually flows efficiently through to every machine gets what it needs when it needs it. Yep. It's a science unto itself. And again, <laughs> it really is. You need to emphasize that this is an early access game early access game yep it's just so well done i like it mm -hmm. and it's only getting better the way they're up updating oh, it absolutely yeah there was just an update that came out the other day for it and uh the big update i think is going to be coming in the next couple of weeks i've heard for point sixteen. yeah we don't know how long it'll be it could be this friday it could be three months from now yeah i've heard that it's coming in the next couple of weeks i don't know specifically what that means but It'll come when it comes. You know, there's no rush on perfection. Yeah. I'd rather they get it working properly and, you know, fully tested before releasing it. Yeah. The biggest reason why I was thinking about starting my game over on point sixteen is because, so okay, this actually might be a, a, an interesting issue to talk about, is that with my map specifically, I haven't seen it yet in our map, so it... Okay. I don't know if it's just exclusive to mine or if it's just we haven't gotten that far out on our map yet. <clears throat> but with my map... 
when I first loaded up the game and started it, I was on point fourteen point whatever the latest two three mm. I think it was. I'm not even sure. Yeah. <clears throat> version of it, and it's like after the fact. Then I found out that oh wait, there's an updated version. So I went to the experimental version, the latest version of point fifteen point. Three two, I think. Three we're on. no three oh is what I started with when we got okay, to first when, we, on, when yeah. we first went to point fifteen. Mm-hmm. So like my original map was generated in point fourteen and now we went to point fifteen. So when I went out, more map was generated, but my more map that was generated was generated on the newer version. There's a physical border around the in uh, around my map that I can point to that you can physically see where the old gen started and the new gen took over and it's yeah. completely different. It's like a harsh cut line where it is. <laughs> it's very noticeable. So it's like, I'm not too crazy about that. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, the thought of starting over and sitting there with a stone pickaxe, just to tink, to tink, to tink, you know, for several hours, it's like, Oh my God. Whereas when I look at my main bus and it's like, Hmm, that's nice. Yeah. They chose the perfect sound for the pickaxe. That makes you not want to do that as much as possible. Yes. Like, that is your main motivation for getting things automated because you don't have to get to ting, to ting, to ting, to ting. Not to mention that you're, there's no way to win the game with uh, without being able to automate drilling and mining oh, yeah. because if you were to sit there and do that, you'd be, it'd take years, several dozen years worth of just sitting there with that sound to be able to get enough resources <laughs> to mine one patch. And you need several million, you know, millions of copper and iron in order to get through the game so it's like there's no way yeah i don't know if there's much else we can really update with i mean mm. other than we're really liking the game oh we are really really liking the game it's like every single night that he's not working we are literally playing this game from like i don't know around like seven or eight ish at night until like three in the morning <laughs> when, when 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 you hit the wall yes <laughs> and then i'm playing my own save till I should be noon. going to bed. I should be going to bed around nine, eight or nine. Best. It's like, oh hey, look, it's noon. And I'm like, well, it's like ten thirty. I'm thinking, mm, let me do this one more thing. Oh wait, it's noon. What's going on? <laughs> oh yeah, you will not comprehend the passage of time while playing this game. And it's, it it's, is like scary how fast time passes. And that's what that's why I said we probably said this before. We'll say it again. It's like, okay, I want to do a project A, B, and C. Well, okay, well project A requires you to do D, E, and F. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and D requires, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, on down the list you go. And it's just, <laughs> Pandora's box. Oh, yeah. And this game goes on forever. You know, and you it's like I said, it's infinite, infinitely expandable. Expand. Yep. And it gets the amount of resources you need to mine out to get to where it needs to get to, to process it, so that you can use it to make the things you need to make in order to get down the line to, yep. and while at the same time you need to be building defenses to protect against the, locals who are not happy with your ongoings mm. and so it's like when you first start and this is the biggest reason why i would like to restart my save is that when you first start it's like you're thinking oh yeah let's just have regular on everything well regular on everything gives you a lot of biters on the map oh yeah and uh by yourself if you know exactly what you're supposed to do when to do it it's probably a whole lot easier when you're first starting the game you can easily get yourself into a situation where you boned yourself yeah like we almost had a situation where we boned ourselves the other day when uh, we decided, hey, let's wall off some of the northern areas. Oh, wait, we don't have any ammo. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, we need to get the ammo factory going again. We already used up a lot of the other ammo we had stockpiled before we redid the whole base, which we didn't even talk about since we last talked about it. We've pulled up b- both my save and our save. Mm-hmm. We both pulled up the entire factories and rejiggered the entire thing, like completely d- 
des- you know, d- broke down everything and rejiggered the entire of everything just so that we could get this super main bus going. Yep. And that took a lot of time investment, but I knew as soon as that we got this going, it would start moving very fast, and it very much is. Mm. Yep. Not much else to be said? Uh, not a whole lot, I think. Like, we could definitely talk more about this, but mm. I think we pretty much uh, made our point for our second look. Yeah, I do believe that is all we've got for that, and should we head on off to the final thought? Yes. Okay, final thoughts. What do you got? Uh, potatoes. Food, yes. Potatoes are involved with food. Yes. There's a couple other things involved as well, but they're definitely a integral part of the said meal that's about to happen. Yes. Uh, we're going to be... Oh, Markiplier ha- apparently has a playthrough of Factorio. We're watching oh, yeah, it. So it's Mark and Bob, and those two together are incredible. It's hilarious. It's so funny. The point we're at, we've got a fairly good grasp of a lot of early game stuff, and we're just getting a good solid grasp of maybe mid-game, early mid-game stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watching them fumble through early game and try to figure it out is hilarious. Oh, it can be maddening. So it's maddening, but at the same time, it's hilarious. For an entire episode, for probably 15 straight minutes, <laughs> Mark is putting down steam engines and, and boilers, and he's on an older version, but still, it's all the thing. he's putting down boilers and steam engines trying to figure out, and he's looking at the power grid and going, why is it not producing more? And it's just for him to take 15 minutes to figure it out. It's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my God. And maddening at the same time. And just that moment of realization where he's like, well, it was Bob that figured it uh, out. By the, I, think, I think Mark put down the, ne- the the second set of things, and he connected it while Bob was looking at the power grid. And that is when Bob finally was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're reading this graph wrong. <laughs> and then it's like, you can just see, like, the gears start to end, because Mark just kind of went really quiet for a <laughs> and second. Looking and was just staring at the graph, and he was like, you're right. right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, such a tit. <laughs> like oh i'm so stupid <laughs> it was hilarious it was so funny and bob's just laughing his ass off yeah i love those two together those two are great together that is the one thing that, like a lot of people could say is a plus and a negative effectorio is that kind of like minecraft it doesn't explain anything nope nothing so that could be both good and bad depending yep what are you gonna do is there anything else for f- side notes or, fa- or final thoughts you can think of Thanks. So. Not really. We're going to be making food and watching some Mark, and I'm probably going to head back in and play some more. Mm. Myself specifically for side or final thoughts, side notes slash final thoughts, is I have overtime tomorrow. Yes, you do. And I have overtime next week because, of course, I do. Because, of course, you do. You know, it, it's I just find it irritating that it's a 50-50 split for tomorrow and next week. I could go in and they could be like, oh, yeah, you want to go home? And it's like, then why didn't you just approve, you know, you know the advanced notice on on the call in line for whether or not I could just not come in, which I already called. It's not. I, I actually for tomorrow. I specifically for my night. I haven't called yet, but I already know they haven't approved flex down in freaking months on end. So it's yeah. like, so they force overtime on. They force you to come in. And it's like, oh, when you come in, oh, hey, you want to go home? And it's like after you already drove there and prepared to <laughs> be there. And it's like, yeah, wh- what? They, they couldn't freaking you know engineer their way out of a paper bag if their life depended on it yeah but yeah i got overtime on my overtime madness begins i can imagine if we're on overtime now that means by the time november rolls around i'm gonna be on triple overtime uh <laughs> where they're gonna be like well you can take this day off will yeah. be what they'll tell you it'll just be a shame when i get ill <laughs> yes 
That will be very sad. Very sad, most certainly. <laughs> There's that. Uh, so you can tell whether or not I was able to get out of work early or not. If this show posts Friday night, I got out of overtime. Yep. If this show posts Saturday morning, I didn't. <laughs> and I'm probably irritated by it. Yep. We'll just have to wait and see. Oh, yeah, I get paid overtime for overtime. Mm. But still, all the same, it's like, I'd rather just not be there because the amount of stupidity that comes out of that place is like on an exponential curve. And right now, we're pretty much as vertical as you think you'd possibly want to get. <laughs> but yet it keeps finding a way to get even dumber. Yep. And thus, the cycle of life continues, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you need to say about that? Or anything? Final thoughts? Final, final thoughts? Uh, potatoes. Potatoes. Definitely very important. Uh, this has been the Sleepcast. I don't believe there's much else to be said about it. Uh, yeah. Back in two weeks, maybe news, maybe not. Who knows? It's 2017. Something stupid will bound to have happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that much, it always I think, does. That much for certain we can say. Something stupid will probably happen. Probably with YouTube. Mm, definitely with YouTube. Probably with Trump. Probably with Trump. Today. Probably with Trump. Probably with everyone responding to Trump. Who is more stupid? Eh, it depends on the day. Yep. We'll just have to wait and see for that excitement when it happens. <laughs> and until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. See you later, and bye now.